0: Is rain inclement weather? Yes. Is rain snow? No, it is not. There's no need for you to be going 30 miles under the speed limit because it is raining. Please go. Y'all haters kill me with that cue for a big girl mess You catch me slaying with my thick thighs and big old breasts I'm so relentless when I'm rocking my fitted dress They yelling jazz if you asking who did it best Mama from Houston, Texas, daddy he wasn't around You mix that henny with that coke and now you're up now If you don't like it, your man like it so he come around uh, We're black. Welcome back to the podcast. Everyone took a little breaky break last week. I actually went to go see our favorite podcast, the Reeds 10th anniversary show in New York. It was everything. Of course, I actually meant to record prior to leaving, but you know how things get. So here we are. Thanks for joining. As always, if you're new here, welcome. Make sure you uh, subscribe. Rate me five whole golden stars in Apple Podcasts and follow me on the socials. That is at Big Girl Slay for Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Big Girl Slay on Facebook and search Big Girl Slay on TikTok. It should pop up. If not, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Additionally head on over to YouTube and hit that subscribe button as well as the notification bell so you will miss nothing coming from the channel. I do makeup, I do uh, clothing hauls, get ready with me's everything like such as so um check it out for me. All right thanks appreciate it. Let's hop straight into the tomfoolery. That's over it's canceled. (sighs) Deep long negro sigh. Christopher Brown please make your way on over. We'd like a word. So Chris Brown has been canceled for me personally for a while. And just to reiterate, canceled for me means I am not supporting what you are doing. Not that whole woke cancel culture BS that they did, they've they tried to turn it into. But anywho, what has he done this time, you ask? Well, I'm going to tell you. So Chloe Bailey, our fave um, announced a new song from her debut album, and it features Chris Brown. After she announced the song, a vast majority of her fans was like, girl, what is this? We don't want it. Take it back. No, thank you. I mean, it should be common knowledge at this point. If you make a decision to work with Chris Brown, be prepared for backlash people disagreeing, people saying, like, just, I don't know why you wouldn't be prepared for that, especially if you are Chris Brown. Anyway, Chloe seems to have been prepared for it and knew that it was coming. She hasn't commented. She's just promoting the song. Chris, however, jumped very deep into his feelings because so many people had so much to say about her working with him. I can't find the tweet or the Instagram or whatever, but he said something to the effect of, um, y'all still talking about a mistake I made when I was 17 years old. He was actually 19 and I'm a different person and why can't y'all just love me and when? First of all, sir, did you beat up Rihanna a while ago? Absolutely. Have you stopped abusing people since that situation? Absolutely not. So I am confused at your angle here. You're like, oh, that was so long ago. And it was a mistake I made when I was younger, but you keep making the same mistake. And as you said, you're what, 30, 32, 33 years old at this point, yet you are still on record being abusive to people. Karuchi, your ex-girlfriend, has a permanent restraining order against you because you threatened to murder her. So please stop with this whole I'm a changed person and why do y'all keep talking about that when you're still doing the same shit? There are literally a laundry list of abusive things you have done since attacking Rihanna. I could maybe kind of sort of possibly see if the assault... Surihanna happened, and Chris Brown has just been an angel ever since then. But as we all know, that is far from the case. You have been wilding ever since. Do you have a few months of sitting down somewhere and shutting the fuck up? Sure. But it's only a matter of time before Chris Brown strikes again. And I think the most irritating part of all these outbursts and all this complaining you're doing on social media is that you, Chris Brown, are fine you're rich you have a career you are releasing music every fucking day like you are fine you assaulted one of the biggest stars in the world and you still have a career the the only thing the only thing that has happened from you assaulting Rihanna is that you have to hear about it all of the time as you should honestly And you still have yet to grow from what happened. If you really like went to therapy, talked about it, grew from the event, learned from it, you would know that you are never going to hear the end of you assaulting Rihanna. Never. Every time you do something, there's going to be somebody that says, oh, he's an abuser. That's never gonna go away. You're never gonna hear the end of it. So, you getting on the internet acting like you're just waiting for people to get over it and stop talking about it, that is literally never gonna happen. The day Chris Brown dies, someone is gonna say, Oh, the guy that assaulted Rihanna. Like, I don't know why you think that is something that you're gonna be able to get away from, or that is something that people are gonna stop bringing up, especially considering your behavior. Like, you continue the same behavior, and like, gosh, I wish I would just stop talking about it. How? How can we stop? Look at what you do. Chris Brown, you need to sit down and eat your food and realize that whenever you put your foot in something, somebody is going to have something to say about you assaulting Rihanna and your abusive behavior. That is a fact of your life. So you just better get with it because it's not going anywhere anytime soon. We all saw the pictures. What you did was heinous. You should be thanking your lucky stars that you still have a career, that you are still filling stadiums around the world and performing your music. You really want to be able to assault Rihanna and then everybody act like it never happened and nobody bring it up ever again while you continue the same destructive, abusive behavior to different women? Like, what the fuck? That's not how that works. And it would be one thing if you completely turned your life around. I mean, what you did would still be heinous and people would still bring it up. But like, if we could see that, oh, he really learned from that situation and he's growing and he's changing and he's becoming a better person, then maybe we could give you a little bit of grace, but your behavior has not changed. You are complaining about the fact that people keep bringing up the fact that you were short of Rihanna. Did you really think that was going to stop? Well, I'm here to tell you, it's never going to stop. People will bring it up always. That is a fact of your life. So stop complaining about it. Do your little music, release your little songs, and go on about your business. You're going to have to ignore it because people are not going to stop bringing it up. You're not even giving them a reason to stop bringing it up. You're still acting the same way. He also made a reference to like, uh, but y'all are watching Blueface and uh, whatever her name is, beat each other up every week on TV, but it's a problem for me and blah, 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 sir. The same people that are tuning in to watch Blueface and old girl beat each other up are the same people in the comments defending your raggedy behavior. Your supporters are those very same people tuning in to watch Blueface and them. Like the people critiquing you are not sitting down to watch Blueface beat up his girlfriend. Two totally different subsets of people. Chris, I would like for you to be quiet and leave us alone. And, like, why don't you, like, give us a chance to not have something to say about you? Try that out. And for everyone, like, oh, well, Rihanna forgave him, so why can't y'all just do the same? Because we can't. Because we don't want to. Because we don't want to support an abuser. That's why. I'm happy she forgave him or whatever, but that don't mean I got to do the same thing. Like, are you crazy? Please. Please. And y'all don't even have valid reasons. Y'all just be like, well, it was a long time ago. He was young, (laughs) but he's still doing it. So like what? And I wish that y'all would shut up as well. Fighting for your life in the comments. Every time somebody has something to say about Chris Brown, buy his little music, go to his little shows, continue to make him rich. I don't know why y'all in the comments fighting for your life. At the end of the day, Chris Brown, as well as his fans need to realize No one is ever going to stop bringing up the fact that he assaulted Rihanna and he continues to be abusive to people. It's just a thing. It's not going away. That's just what it is. And he did all this behind a song he was simply featured on. It's not even your song, sir. People are going to have things to say when you start working with their fave when they feel like you're an abusive person. But anyway, Chris Brown, like sit down somewhere. Raise your kids Release your music and like expect the backlash. It's going to be there for the rest of your career. So you might as well get used to it. All right, now leave us alone. Bang. And that will wrap up the side eye for this episode. The side eye, what am I talking about? That wraps up canceled by for this episode. We do have a side eye for this episode. And that side eye goes out to the NBA, the National Basketball Association. So, last weekend was the All-Star festivities for the NBA. If you're unfamiliar with the sports, that is when all of the best players from around the league, from each team, is voted into the All-Star game. They have a dunk contest, a skills contest, Um, you know, just a bunch of fun stuff. Now, for the one contest in particular, the dunk contest, judges are required. It's not like a clap if you like that dunk kind of thing. They have judges to give actual scores. Cool, right? So, this year's dunk contest, which ju- bleh, I cannot talk, was judged by Jamal Crawford, Lisa Leslie, Harold Minor, Dominique Wilkins, and Carl Malone. Now, the issue we have here is the last name I mentioned, Carl Malone. Now, some of you may know him as the mailman. Um, You may be unaware of his raggediness. But Carl Malone is well known as um, a terrible father. And now we can add a uh, pedophile to the list. Carl Malone impregnated a 13-year-old girl when he was 20 years old. A 20-year-old man impregnated a middle school child. Not only did he impregnate her, he denied it. And when the DNS was like, "Uh, you're actually the father, he refused to pay child support. They had to take him to court to get him to pay it, to which he thought it was too much money even though he was a superstar in the NBA. Yes, you heard all of that correctly. And despite all of that, the NBA decided, you know who'd be a good judge? Karl Malone. What exactly was the thought process, NBA, of all of the players, current and retired? Why? Why? Is Carl Malone invited to the function? Hell, I would have picked Kevin Hart's annoying ass over a pedophile. Like, literally anybody. You can pick a random person off the street, and I would take them over Carl Malone. Why didn't y'all leave him under the rock he has been under? What was the purpose? I am confusion. How did we get here? Of all of the people... Why don't you put Aubrey's ass out there? He would have loved it. You've seen how much of a groupie he is for basketball niggas. Like, Carl Malone? There's literally so many other options. You could have just not put a pedophile on the judge panel. Like, is that hard? I don't, I'm confused. I really would like to know how it works. Cause Is there like a board and you put pictures up and you do like the pros and cons? Like, uh... He's a good basketball player, but he's also a pedophile. So, like, like what goes into the decision-making? I am very confused at this choice. Um, Clearly, everyone else was like, ooh. Uh, There were boos when he was announced, as there should have been. There should have been a lot more boos, honestly. But it's just like, what are we doing? Why? What is happening? And to make matters even worse. When Karl Malone was asked about, you know, being a pedophile, he says, and I quote, I'm not discussing any of that backlash. I don't care. That's my life. That's my personal life. And I'll deal with that. Like I've dealt with everything. So whatever. Wow. So whatever are you fucking kidding me so whatever needless to say Carmelone is a horrible human being he is canceled hot garbage like whatever your response is whatever jesus christ garbage human being nba i don't even know why you like are you serious this is what we're doing, inviting old, washed up pedophiles to the event. And his response is, whatever. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I wish Come Alone nothing but the worst in life. He had a daughter that he didn't even recognize until she won a championship in the WNBA. He had a son that went to the NFL that he didn't fuck with. Like, he's a very terrible, awful person. And I wish him nothing but the absolute worst. And I wish that the NBA would do better when considering people to invite to a function. Like, let's just try to avoid pedophiles. Can can we do that? I mean, it doesn't seem like a big ask, but clearly it has to be asked. But I mean, y'all are still out here playing R. Kelly. So <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. Karl Malone canceled, NBA NBA, like do way better of all of the people, get the fucking water boy to judge it, Karl Malone, ugh, gross. So, we often talk about, um, big girl problems, issues, concerns here on the show, but we don't talk about the perks of being a big girl. While there are not a ton, there are some. Let's discuss. We always get the front seat in the car. Listen, I don't make the rules, I just follow them, um, a while back, some skinnies, uh, tried to suggest that we don't automatically get the front seat which is incorrect because girl who who else you going to put twig in the front seat and then we got to squish up in the back absolutely not the front seat is ours and you're just going to have to fight us about it like why what do I look like squeezing in the back of the car for what no not doing it and everybody wants to be comfortable right so like Y'all skinnies get in the back. Everybody's comfortable in the back. The big one's in the front. It's all good. I don't understand any kind of confusion. It just makes sense. So that's that on that. Next up, I personally have never felt nervous, scared, or fearful walking anywhere at night by myself. What you gonna do? Drag me somewhere, you're gonna pick me up and take me somewhere. I would love to see it. Like, this is easily a two man job, and I don't think you're just walking around prepared to try to snatch a big girl off the street. Always felt safe jogging alone. (laughs) Just kidding, I don't jog, but if I did, I would feel safe doing it alone and at night. Because, again, what are you gonna do? You got a wheelbarrow in your back pocket. And I think, like, statistically, we're pretty good. People are reluctant to sit beside you. Some people might not think this is a perk, but I personally love it. Whether you're on a bus, a train, any sort of public transportation, people are like, "Mm, I'm going to sit over here. I'm not going to sit next to the fatty. Great. Stay over there so I can have my space I don't have to talk to you. I don't care about the weather. I don't care where you're going. I don't care why you're on this train, bus, plane, whatever. I mean, obviously it doesn't really work on the plane because there are assigned seats or whatever, but if you are somewhere in the public and there's an option to not sit beside the fatty, people aren't going to sit beside you, and it's great. Took a trip to New York on the Amtrak, sat by myself, going and coming. And the train was full and I loved it. The conductor was like, uh, could you move your bag? Uh, for what? Nobody's going to sit right here. Come on. Let's be for real. Now, I don't know if this one is a perk. I guess it's kind of on the perk side, but the assumption is you can throw down in the kitchen. You don't even have to do nothing. People just look at your elbows and be like, oh, she can cook. Now, I guess if you can cook, that is a good thing, but if you cannot, it's a lot of pressure. The assumption that you can cook when you're bigger is so strong that you could be like, oh, no, I don't really be cooking, and people will be like, oh, you lying. Like, okay, I really can't cook. The fact that I'm big means that I like to eat, not that I can cook. It's kind of weird. That is actually all I can think of at the moment. If I miss some, I guess tweet me with the ones... That I miss, like, there are a lot of uh, not-so-great parts about being a big in, but, you know, you gotta highlight the perks. The fat privilege, if you will. Ugh, it's the problematicness for me. Okay, guys, I think I figured out a new third segment, and it's going to be called Problematic Takes. Because I see things that people be saying and they're very problematic. And sometimes I just like, I need to talk to this person. Because what what's actually going on upstairs? Like, there are, are a select few women that feel like being called cishet cis is offensive for whatever reason. So, like, I really want to talk to a woman that is bothered by that and figure out like girl why so i guess it's going to be a interview style segment hopefully i can get that off the ground i hear getting interviews is tough but you know problematic people generally jump at the chance to do an interview about their problematic takes so cross your fingers that is in the works shout out a message of congratulation support or appreciation Shout out to Gabrielle Union for saying what needed to be said. Her and Dwayne Wade are fantastic parents. I just wish that everybody in the LGBTQIA community had parents like them. Shout out to Abbott Elementary. Like, I guess this is going to be a weekly shout out because just perfection. The show is amazing. If you're not watching, like, clearly you're a Republican hater or something. I don't know. Shout out to Amtrak, like, it's been a while since I've been on the train, and, like, it was just seamless, enjoyable, loved it. You don't gotta worry about driving, you don't gotta worry about gas, just sit on the train, get off at your stop. Uh, shout out to y'all for listening, this is actually, uh, the end of this episode of Big Girl Slay, as always, I appreciate each and every one of you for listening before we get out of here head on over to apple Podcasts and rate me five whole golden stars subscribe on youtube and follow me on the socials okay okay so i have to go but make sure you stay fabulous bye